Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media. Hello. Um, your only Ontario Canadian podcast where one of us is 50% vaccinated. Yes, half vaxxed queen, 50% vaxxed, 100% angel. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> How was that process? Was it easy? Totally fine, dude. Um, I mean, I might have the somewhat luxurious experience of belonging to like a, a specialty group, so there there aren't as many um, like there's not as as much of a fight to get an appointment. Really, you know what I mean? So yeah. I just called. They got me in literally the next week. I showed up. I showed them my health card. I answered some questions. Um, I got vaccinated and they let me have my pick of snacks and beverages and gave me a small pouch of ceremonial tobacco, which was nice. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, All <yeah>. right. <laughs> They smudged me. No, I'm kidding. They did not smudge me. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, imagine. Yeah, they did give me oatmeal turkeys and a sparkling water, though, which was... Okay, yum. And then I felt bad because I was like, wow, this is so civilized. And the girl laughed and I was like, oh, that was the wrong joke to make in this circumstance, <laughs> maybe? Uh <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> and the other good news, too, is also, uh, by extension of being my cohabitant, my sister got vaccinated as well. Really? Yeah, they're vaccinating all indigenous adults and members of the household of vaccinated indigenous adults. Damn, okay. Yeah. So if you know anyone who is not themselves indigenous but is cohabitating with someone who is, they can get vaxxed. That's cool. It was, which made the looking around at the vaccination center there, because there were definitely a lot of uh, beautiful Native women who were there with their, like, dorky white husbands. <laughs> of course. <laughs> They're like, babe, you're so lucky. Literally. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly, I don't think they're going to be like all that, that strict on the burden of proof, but I'm sure that if they go, they can just like ask you the name of the person in, in your household who's already been vaccinated. You know, yeah, like probably. I don't think you have to show proof of shared address, although we could, obviously. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I started my new job this mm -hmm. week, get to work from home. Good news. Um, so for anybody wondering, my job now is um, just taking in like applications for people who are applying for like Métis status. Yeah. Um, but everybody's applying because they want to get their vaccines. Oh my and God. And there's some people who like, you can tell like they're not going to qualify. It's not legitimate. It's fake. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they have like ge genealogists that work on the project that trace people back to like confirmed like metis ancestor lines like they have like a bunch that are like you have to basically like qualify as like tracing back to one of those lines and there's some people who are like no yeah it's like not it. dude just just wait like i think it is within your responsibility to get as vaccin vaccinated as soon as you can and like you shouldn't feel guilty about it no you know? like i was so upset because like my mom was 
one of the first people vaccinated because the way that they did the rollout here was like it was indigenous people early on but indigenous people over over 50 was open first yes um uh, so my mom was one of the first people who got vaccinated who isn't like a healthcare worker um and she felt horrible about it because like obviously the reason why it's not some sort of woke thing right like the reason why indigenous people are getting vaccinated first is because it's like a public health issue about like access to care and remote community living and uh people who are like street involved or living in close proximity situations right um like, yeah it's more of like a situational or like income thing and my mom was like obviously like you know like worried about um like feeling bad because obviously like she doesn't live remotely anymore and she's not like street involved or anything and i was like mom <laughs> It's like you still have to go get it because you can. Like they're they know that people like middle class indigenous people are, are still gonna get vaccinated under this. That that's okay. Like it doesn't make it. Illegitimate. Yeah, there's no point in feeling bad, right? Yeah, and then I was like, if you're really worried about people saying weird stuff to you or whatever, just don't post about it. You know, because I yeah. think she's worried that some like weird like racist boomers were gonna like give her shit if she said she got vaccinated it on facebook or something and i was like probably so just don't yeah, just do keep it. it private yeah anyways um hopefully they stop fucking up the whole vaccine rollout pretty soon because i'm pretty much ready to shoot my local boomer same oh my god <laughs> both my parents got their people, vaccines that's awesome yeah that's good. Um, my stepdad was vaccine hesitant, and my mom basically tore him a new one, so now he has an appointment but for the 26th. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> so thank God like, come someone on. was there to talk some sense, you know? Um, and my... Uh, yeah, exactly. Right? Um, the, pr- the problem with, like, this whole boomer thing is, like, a lot of them were vaccine, hes- vaccine hesitant just because they're stupid to begin with. But the problem is also with like AstraZeneca, they're not science literate enough to understand how truly low the risk of getting vaccinated is. Like they don't understand. And also this has to do with irresponsible journalism as well. Definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like... The thing about taking any medication that helps you is that it, there's a cost-benefit analysis, and the side, the risk of side, uh, the amount that you're going to benefit from taking a medication has to outweigh the side effects. Like of taking anything, of taking Advil, <laughs> you know, of taking a fish oil fucking vitamin supplement. Like there well, are side effects to everything. I just like don't understand what they think is going to happen. If they don't get vaccinated, like what, like what do you expect society to be like if nobody gets vaccinated? Like this is just going to keep happening, going on forever. Well, that's the other. Do you want to live the rest of your life like this? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Even if the risk was higher than it was, they're not thinking about other people. They're not even thinking about their own loved ones. No, they're only thinking about themselves. And even if they're only thinking about themselves, they need to acknowledge that the the risk of getting a blood clot and having complications from getting the AstraZeneca vaccine is so much lower than their risk of having serious complications or death from right? COVID. Like, come on. It, it, 
it's so astronomically like there's a higher chance that they will die in a car accident on the way to the vaccine than they will have a blood clotting incident and also half of the people who are being stupid about this are men who haven't even had any blood clotting incident with astrazeneca because there are like problematic relationships between like female sex hormones and blood clots. yeah it's more at risk for women right which we all know by the fact that every single woman of reproductive age who is on hormonal birth control has a one in 1000 fucking risk of a blood clot i'll take the estrogen i don't care literally dude mainline it i'll snort the vaccine i don't give a shit i've done worse things to my body i'll take the johnson and johnson <laughs> I, I literally anything at this point right i'm gonna st- i'm gonna collect them all <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I saw this TikTok and this girl and her boyfriend and their their roommate all got different vaccines. Like one of them got Pfizer, one got Moderna, and one got Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. And then they all got exposed to COVID. And she was like, We're literally a test. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was so frustrated with the like you know what I'm like. Like, don't even get me started on like statistics, but like the reporting about like, I don't know, one in 500,000 people, like, still getting COVID after they've had the Pfizer vaccine. And it's like the headline should have been vaccine that we thought was 98% effective is actually 99.3% effective. Because that's actually a better rate than they thought there was. Okay, true. Like, yeah, <laughs> irresponsible journalism. Definitely not helping. I I just like, it just makes me laugh too, because it's like a lot of people who are horrified of like modern medicine, like are not cognizant of the other things that they put into their body. No, they're not. Like they smoke cigarettes, they use drugs off the street, they eat random like fucking food that's probably inspired. You know what I mean? Like they, they just do a bunch of other fuck shit that poses a far more serious risk. Anyways. COVID's really bad in Ontario right now. Really bad. Yeah. Um, and Ford has extended the state of emergency, our premier, and uh, effectively turned the province into a police Yeah, state. that the announcement came yesterday, and he's walked a lot of it back since then because the like response was just crazy. Like People were like, this is insane. Well, yeah, like he, he said that basically, well, he closed the borders, which is shitty, but I guess sort of whatever, like the borders were already closed last month or last year in the spring. Um, and he also, the biggest thing was that he closed a bunch of shit that didn't make sense. And then he said that law enforcement officers can stop anyone who is outside of their house and ask them what they're doing and where they live. Yeah, that's fucked. So, like, completely disregarding, like, the rights and freedoms, like, the charter, and just saying police officers can stop anyone without And this was after, (laughs) so the Prime Minister offered to send the Red Cross into Ontario to help distribute the vaccine, Mm -hmm. and Doug Ford was like, no. Oh, he said no to that? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) He was like, no, we're good. (laughs) Yeah, the, the entire thing has been, like... 
extremely frustrating. Several police uh, departments have come out and said that they won't enforce the rules, and it's like, Dudford has to know he's really fucking up when the literal police force are being better than he is. Yeah, not that I necessarily, like, believe them, but the fact that they made statements and they were like, we're not gonna do this is, like, crazy. Well, that's the problem about him making a statement in the first place, is I don't believe them either. Yeah. They were the cops where I live in Tibet were definitely taking any fucking excuse to stop people when we were under full lockdown. Oh yeah, day. big time. Big time. They were harassing a lot of people and there was no, e- there wasn't even an o- official edict that they should be doing that, right? No, like, nobody I, said to do it. And then Ford has the audacity to be like, oh, of course people can exercise outside and it's like, well, that's interesting because an hour ago you were saying people will be stopped by the police if they're outside their houses. So why the fuck would people take the risk of going to exercise outside? No one wants yeah, exactly. to interact and with the like, cops. Yesterday he like closed playgrounds and stuff, but then they also made school online again. So it's like, okay, children are like, what are they supposed to do? Well, I was at least grateful that they closed schools because b- prior to that, they were closing playgrounds but leaving schools open. As if yeah, that which is makes crazy. any fucking sense, right? <laughs> I don't... And also, like, we have numbers on COVID transmission outside. There should not... Like, I understand not, um, like, banning gatherings, even if they're out outdoors. Like, I agree with that. Um, but, like, to say children can't go to a playground or people can't go hiking or people who are outside going for a run or bike ride or a walk are gonna be stopped by the top. Like there's people that live in apartments, you know? Yeah. Like I I don't even wanna think about it. There of course there's people that live in apartments. It's like if they really, really banned that, can you just imagine how high up like the fucking suicide rate would jump? People are literally. literally locked in their houses. Like, that would be a really great outcome. Thanks, Dougie. Dougie F. <sighs> I hate that entire family. I wish he was dead, right? too. Right? Why couldn't he have died? Uh, I don't know that Rob would have been better. <laughs> I don't think he would have aspired to be a premier. You're right. He was He was definitely the chiller of Someone the two. posted on Twitter the other day that they miss Kathleen Wynne, our former premier, and I was like, I don't know if I'd go that far. I don't know that she... The problem is, like, I don't know that she would have done a better job. It seems like no one is really doing a great job anywhere in Canada. Um, Especially a friend of the pod, Maddie, told me in BC they're only doing age groups for COVID. No special circumstances. No special circumstances. No medical issues. No essential workers. That's ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. And um, people on the East Coast are really patting themselves on the fucking back and being like, why would we send our vaccines to fucking Ontario? We've earned this because we are so good, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, um, why don't you take into account for a second the fact that there, the populations of people who live in Atlanta, Canada are far older because there's no jobs there. So literally you don't have to leave the house to work because you're either old enough to have like a white collar job that you can do from home or you're literally a teenager so you don't have to leave the house or you're retired so you don't have to leave the house at all and also they have far smaller populations and population centers and they aren't accessible from all four sides of the province like it's pretty easy to cut off uh like travel to the maritimes congrats newfoundland 
you're literally an island. You know what I mean? I put my, Congrats, PEI. I will put my home my home province on blast. Yeah, nobody's gonna fucking swim there. Congrats. Like, it's pretty easy to be like, sorry, no flights. Yeah, I mean, we sh- obviously we should have done that here too, but it's like nobody chooses their fucking government, first of all. And it's like, yeah, if Newfoundland or Nova Scotia had a city the size of Toronto, you can bet they'd be fucked. Yeah, of course. <laughs> They're like, we're so dead. And it's like, okay, if 10% of the people in Nova Scotia are disregarding the restrictions, that is a way less serious problem than if 10% of Ontario is disregarding the instructions. You know, it's not that people are being better per capita. It's that you have less people and therefore a lower risk. And you have more people that are more spread out. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, the I'm population not epi- density. <laughs> not an epidemiologist, but um, I think that's that's a little bit uh, early to be so self-congratulatory. I think so, personally. <laughs> As an Atlantic Canadian, I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> You're willing to take on these drugs. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. willing to say it. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Anyways, frustrating times all around. Yeah, not good. Not a good situation. <sighs> not good. And the other thing is, too, they've delayed the second dose for so long that it's like, unless everyone gets their first dose in the next six weeks, so we're not going to be on trot to have everybody vaccinated by September, like Justin Trudeau said we would. Obviously, I could have predicted I mean, yeah, that, that was a joke, but... <laughs> like, my, I've already had my first vaccine. My second vaccine is August 1st. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, they still have to vaccinate literally everybody else, except for old people. It's ridiculous. And in Ottawa, they were like, oh, we're in phase two, but they're only in the first half of phase two. So I'm like, okay, how many phases does every phase have? Like, what's going on? Yeah. So what is, so what is phase two? Like people who are over 50? People 55 and over, people with disabilities or mental disorders that receive home care and people that don't receive home care, but they haven't started it for people that don't receive home care yet. Right. Okay. Dude, they should, yeah, I mean, they should prioritize that and essential workers and then they should open. Essential workers that can't work from home is in phase two as well, but they haven't started that part of it yet. Yeah. Well, hopefully that's, yeah, I don't know if they'll ever get to that part. I'm just tired. (laughs) Like, it's just so I've had to meet people on social media because they're posting about being fully vaccinated and, like, seeing their family and stuff. Uh, yeah, I was like, I don't even know if I should post about being vaccinated, and then I was like... Whatever. I mean, it's fine to post about it, like, obviously it's exciting, but it's just, like, it's pretty tiring to see people in the U.S. posting about it, because it's like, yeah, like, your country has the patent on the vaccine. Yeah, they have all the vaccines. <laughs> you know? <laughs> true (laughs) true 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 um yeah it's it's hard and it's like you know i was even i was at the dentist the other day and they're they're all half fascinated too obviously because they're healthcare workers and i was like i was like yeah it's sweet to be half fascinated but it's like um i'm still not gonna be able to do anything until all my friends are fully vaccinated too yeah and i'm gonna be worried of course like it doesn't it doesn't really make a difference like it'll be nice when me and my interbots i guess but or at least halfway because it's still gonna be a long time 
but it it's like yeah this doesn't change anything because obviously like i'm not friends with any 55 to 64 year old <laughs> yeah it's not gonna do anything for me yeah <laughs> mm. i don't want to see my family also this has been a great experience. it's been really actually helpful it's been nice <laughs> Thank oh shout out to the Atlantic bubble. I don't want to go there anyway. <laughs> Not particularly. <laughs> Anyways, should we talk about something else? Yeah, Before let's talk I about kill myself. <laughs> Literally, I'm like so fucking pressed <laughs> over it. Um, what were we going to talk about? Chrissy uh, yeah, Chrissy Teigen's back on Twitter after leaving two weeks ago. Like, girl, come on. I just get so embarrassed by, like, your grown adult's behavior on Twitter. Like, don't yeah, you Yeah, like, policies? okay, I saw a take that was really good from Hexprax. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Chrissy Teigen thought that she was a celebrity and she could leave social media like Jennifer Garner, but this is how she found out that she's actually just an influencer. <laughs> Literally, she doesn't have a job. No, she has nothing to, like, she needs the internet. That's her thing. You know what's funny? It's it's so sad because it's like, don't you think you could go two weeks without tweeting? Yeah, no problem. Yeah. What does she, I like, need? I, I don't think she can even turn her phone off, dude. She's making her husband tweet for she her. She was probably lurking sad. the whole time. Yeah. Like, you... I don't understand what can break your brain so bad. Like, she's literally like a rat in a cage who's being, like, fucking, like, drip-fed glucose or something. Like, she's obviously, like... <laughs> no, but seriously, you're when you're that rich, you can do literally anything you want. And you'd be doing anything with her time. That's what I mean. She can't go without tweeting. Like, yeah, it's true. She's addicted to the internet. She must be. She's not like the rest of us, like, trying to laugh online with our friends just like our lives suck and we're just, like, trying to get through it. Why doesn't she go ride that horse that she bought? Yeah, seriously. She probably forgot about that. Probably. <laughs> Dude, what what would your eccentric hobby be if you were, like, a Glass minor? blowing. That's so D word. I know. <laughs> what would yours be? <laughs> um, tough mutters. <laughs> <laughs> I build an obstacle course in my backyard and run it like a dog, and then I'd never have to date Adderall again. <laughs> oh my god, dude! You know what's so confusing to me? What? I'm dating used to work at Sephora and she was like oh Carrie Underwood came into Sephora one time when I worked there and I was like why did she have to go into Sephora can't she just order stuff online for the love of the game (laughs) yeah like I was like why would she have to go into a store that's so strange she needs needs to get matched by like a 24 year old vegan who can't pay her Dude, that's so Right? Funny. Like, she didn't understand why I was, like, disturbed by it. I was like, that's so strange. Can't, yeah, just, like, can't she, she... It must be that she enjoys the experience of going into a Sephora. Like, there's no other I reason. Guess. It wouldn't be because she technically needs, you know, because she would just buy it online or, like, get an assistant to do it or something otherwise, right? Yeah. I totally understand. I've realized... I don't know. Like, I've realized I really liked going into stores for no reason, but I've also realized that COVID is enough of a deterrent for me to not do it. Yeah, that's real. Do you know what I mean? Like, just because I technically could, I'm not going to, but 
it's not just because I'm like such a good person or whatever. It's also because it's like part of the experience is like not feeling like I'm rushed, not like being worried about touching objects, like not wanting to stand in line forever. Like, so obviously like all of that is. Yeah. Like I've barely bought anything in the past year because I hate online shopping. But when I was working in the mall, I did like go to other stores a couple times to buy like a pair of pants or something. And I went into American Eagle and like sales associate was being so psycho to me. And I was like, listen, I get it. Like working in the mall right now sucks, Mm -hmm. but you're being insane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I haven't, bu- like, spent nearly as much money as I normally do because, like, there's no reason to buy clothes, yeah. you know? You're not going anywhere. I don't go anywhere. There's also no reason to buy, like, and I have enough clothes, you know? I have enough makeup. Like, I don't, I don't need anything like that. My psychotic little hobbies, though, have been, like, spending too much money on the grocery store, going to the grocery store too often, you know, which is probably wrong. Um, like, I've been buying a lot of plants. That's a Have you been keeping them alive? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm actually good at keeping plants alive now, randomly. All I needed That's to impressive. do was beat home seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Good for you. Thanks. Hold up, I'm just gonna move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spooky door. Sorry. That's the spookiest door I've ever heard. <laughs> That's my bedroom. <laughs> Throw some WD 40 on that bitch. What is going on? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn, I always always forget that, like, you don't have a boyfriend, so your door starts making a noise, like, it doesn't get fixed until you decide to fix it. Yeah, until it bothers me too much. Yeah, you have, like, a a higher threshold for that sort of thing. (laughs) Dude, I felt like I was going crazy on Friday because thursday night there started to be like a really bad smell in our house yeah always always a fun scavenger (laughs) yeah like it was really bad and then we figured out it was coming from the drain in the bathroom but it's like deep in the house like it's not like from our drain you know is it in the pee trap i don't know it's from like the shower drain Oh, okay, then no, yeah. it's not. Like, it's something in the pipes. But Friday, I was working from home, and I could, like, smell Ugh. it in the other room, like, coming from the bathroom across the house, and I was, like, losing my mind, and I went and got baking soda on my lunch break and just, like, dumped it down the drain, and it didn't do anything, and I was like, I'm, this is, like, a telltale <laughs> Yeah, your upstairs neighbor is dissolving bodies. I was worried that someone, like, died in their bathtub. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Uh, remember when a lady died in Mike's apartment and her dog ate her and then another girl we know yeah. in that apartment and almost killed And every time I saw her, I'd be um, like, how's your haunted apartment? And she'd be like, oh my god, I forgot. Apartment. Because every time I saw her, she was drunk and I would tell her about it. So then yeah. she would forget. I wonder if she still lives there. She doesn't. I originally told her about it because I was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't live there anymore? No, she moved back to uh, Newfoundland. Oh, okay. Good for her. Um... 
Yeah, we we get to play the fun little smell game sometimes because our apartment is crazy. Uh, lots of things are wrong with it. But the, the good thing is my sense of smell only works about hmm, oh my god of the time. So the smell has to be really bad <laughs> for me to even know that it's there. <laughs> So Mike's like, where is that smell coming from? And I'm like, you are the, I am the last person. You should ask. You should ask. I don't know. I cannot help. You're going to have to find the smell yourself. And once we know what it is, I can help fix it. Oh my God. (laughs) I swear, dude, I must have had COVID in the summer because there's no other reason why I wouldn't have a sense of smell anymore. Yeah, because you used to, right? Yeah. Totally. I didn't I didn't totally obliterate my nose that badly, thankfully. I think most of my nose cells have regrown since I was a serious drug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm com- I'm completely new since then. Um, <laughs> no, I I did have a sense of smell before, thankfully. I like okay, something that's kind of funny is like I guess we ran out of hand soap, so might put like Old Space Bear Glove body wash Ew. in the hand soap dispenser in our bathroom. So like for weeks, I've just been washing my hands. I did with. I was like, oh, I guess the new soap is blue. Like, I didn't think about it. I thought it was weird because it's been staining the same. I was like, okay, new hand soap is blue. Interesting choice. Um, And then finally, literally it's been weeks, I smelled it. And I was like, this is Mike's body. Oh my god. So I guess I've just been living in a frat house without knowing because I didn't realize that we had run out of hand soap. You couldn't smell it. No, I didn't smell it. I just thought the color was weird. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, this is like, I thought it was like, I was like, oh, it's fun soap for kids or something. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, uh, should we talk about Macaulay Tolkien and Brenda Song? Yeah, more disturbing Dude, piece of what the hell? News. This is almost as bad as when I found out that Megan Trainer was dating Junie from Spy Kids. Okay, that's grosser. Especially because there are those photos of them buying a dildo yeah. at the dildo store. Yeah. Do you think she fucked him in the ass? Probably. <laughs> I found it, Lou. <laughs> okay. Um... I hate that guy because I'm still not over the fact that I was grossed out by him as a child because Ooh. his hands were always sweaty and had warts. <laughs> Junie kid from Spy Kids, don't you remember that in the movie? His hands were always really oh, yeah. sweaty okay. and he had warts all over them. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Anyways, back to Macaulay Tolkien and Brenda Son. I It's funny, like, obviously we would all be surprised well, by yeah, this because, like, who thing. keeps but up also, with like, how do they know people, each other? Right? Oh, from being D-list celebrities, I guess. I suppose. He's more famous than her, right? Like, we only yeah. know who Brenda Son is because we're of the specific age group that yeah, is aware of the in, sweet like, la- other life things, of Zach and like, Cody, right? Cards, nobody would be like, yeah, Stan Brenda Song. I love to see a beautiful Asian woman with a weird looking skinny little twerk. Yeah, it is. Honestly, like, like good for her, I guess. Good for him. (laughs) Good for him. And you know what? I like a woman who knows what she likes. Do we know know what they named the baby? (laughs) 
no, let's look into it and then right. do an, an, an analysis of the, the quality of the baby name. One moment, please. Uh, apparently he has like a podcast that's twice really? successful. Really? Um, child. She's 33. All right. They're old enough to have a baby. They named the baby Dakota. That's a cute name. <laughs> Should you name your child Dakota if you're not into Okay, true. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I don't care. What do we care. think about it's that? Just that every time I'm someone is like so and so Dakota, I'm like, are they? Native? Yeah. <laughs> um, Dakota Son Colkin. Son Colkin. That is a. I think I would have gone say. with Colkin Song. Honestly. Me too. Uh, that matters a lot. Like we're not gonna dox my boyfriend's last name on the podcast, but I think my last name would go first in a hyphen situation. Absolutely. Thank you for your dreaming. <laughs> Um, it's weird because, okay, in the Megan Trainer one, she's a bitter celebrity, right? Yes, absolutely. He hasn't done anything yeah. since Spy Kids. I always, th- I always think about this. Like, it's, I think if you're a celebrity, it's, like, a lot more chic to marry someone who's, like, I don't know, like, a yeah, director like or a producer. or something. Like, someone who's, like, not really that famous, a producer, yeah, it's Selena, or was it Selena Gomez? No, Ariana Grande style, marry a real estate agent. It's kind of hot to marry, like, a hockey player. Definitely. I love female celebrity married to an NHL player. I think that's sexy. Carrie Underwood again on the pod. <laughs> oh, my God. Hilary Duff. Hilary Duff, true. The infamous uh, pitchers. Yes. I think they're broken up now, though. They are. Was he, was he a sen? He was a yeah, senator, was. right? Did she ever yeah. live in Ottawa? I don't think so. I think that was part of why they broke up. She wouldn't. She wouldn't (laughs) defile herself herself. by moving to Ottawa. (laughs) Dude, I went to uh, middle school with this girl who used to brag all the time about the fact that Carrie Underwood and Mike Fisher went to her church, and I was like, (laughs) nobody cares. You're a Pentecostal. Ew, that's so random. Yeah, Laura Bartley, if you're listening, we I still have the I still don't care. <laughs> a teacher at my elementary school was dating a senator. Mmm, so hot. That's yeah. random. Was she good looking? Yeah, she was super hot. She was like a 28-year-old, like... Dude, I literally can't stand it French when Canadian. I like break up with somebody and the next person they date is so obviously a way better person than uh, me. They date like a preschool like, teacher. <laughs> Yes, dude. My my ex who I'm who I have ever been like the most heard about because I was obsessed with him for so long before we dated, and when we dated, I was like, I can't believe it. Uh, <laughs> he's da- dating slash living with has a dog with a girl who is a kindergarten teacher who is also a spin class uh... instructor. <laughs> Could that hurt anymore? Have you ever done her spin like, class? I'm, uh, uh, I did go one time. <laughs> Dude, um, that's so crazy. The craziest thing is she probably knows yeah. who I am because, like, who starts dating someone without, like, investigating Yeah, exactly. That, right? She definitely knew. Uh, <laughs> and you... 
Have you ever dated someone who was with someone who was like... That has never happened to me. I've never dated someone and then they've started dating someone that's a better person than me after. Better than you. Well, okay. I don't even want to say better. Like, the main thing that I'm, like, insecure about is, like, I never date someone and before or after me they date someone that's way hotter. No. That's never happened to me. Me neither. Thankfully, I've never been, like, insecure about that. Um, I am really insecure when someone, uh, has dated or starts dating after me. Someone who's, like, really successful. Has that ever happened to you? No. You're not? I've definitely always been, like, the best person I that feel like dated. that's not something that's, like, I don't mean, like, this will happen to you when you're older. But, like, people are not successful in their early 20s. Right? So no, it's, like, exactly. It just, like, hasn't happened yet. Give it a few yet. years and you'll be like, wow, I can't believe that person is currently dating someone who has a PhD in child oncology. (laughs) Okay, this is like, people always are like, oh, it must hurt if you, like, date someone and then they date a man after you. Yeah, no. It actually hurts way less than someone dating a woman after you break up because it's like, wow, they actually just didn't like me. totally, (laughs) totally. You know what I mean? Like, if they go back to dating men, it's like, hey, maybe it wasn't really for them or whatever. But, like... If they date a woman after you, it's like, damn, it it's me. Yeah, I I can't I can't explain it. It's like it's more threatening when someone dates someone who's like not better looking than you. <laughs> Obviously, guys, come on. That's not happening. Um <clears throat> but like because then you're like, wow, they must have a lot of other yeah, things. Yeah, like going fuck. <laughs> right? Like the they're like rich or like really nice (laughs) like maybe she's really funny that's one that I love to fantasize about but I don't think it's ever been the case but like definitely like nicer than me more successful than me that totally happens all the time unfortunately like maybe I should take it as a compliment that guys that are willing to date me also date women who are like super educated and successful yeah I feel like that's a positive uh, uh, yeah, or maybe they're just slumming. <laughs> okay, I actually have dated someone who's dated people that are, like, more successful than me, but I don't consider a 60-year-old man dating a 19-year-old more successful than me. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're losing at life. Yeah, like, I'm like, I don't care what his job is. Yeah, like, I was like, it doesn't matter. The last guy I dated before my current boyfriend, who was just, like, extremely decorated. Yeah, but he was such like, a freak. he just had so many degrees. Um, he was such a freak. And, like, totally, like, such a good person on yeah. paper. Like, was just, like, a legal aid lawyer who was, like, suing so that, like, disabled people could get better housing and, like, keep their jobs and stuff. And he was just a freak. <laughs> <laughs> like not a good person no at all <laughs> so funny to think about um that's okay so maybe i should bear that in mind when i have insecure feelings about other people that people i like to date it's like yeah she's a kindergarten teacher but like she goes ass to mouth or something <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Or a negative? It's a negative, in my opinion. It shows uh, a disregard for personal hygiene and a willingness to contract E. coli. I would say it's a negative, okay. yeah. Thank you, Sophie, for always being on my side. <laughs> You're welcome. 